speaking of new beginnings, welcome to another episode of the Fellows Five Podcast. Again. Uh, I am not your host, but I'm one of the five guys, and we're not talking about burgers and fries here. Uh, on the call, we're going to go around. Uh, this is QK, a.k.a. DZ. Who else we got here? That was real punny, by the way. I just want to say. I feel like it's the same people that we have every week. I mean, how about you just have a personalized introduction for yourself? Hey, guys, it's Kev. There we go. Hope you're well. And, uh, okay. you know, we're coming through uh, for another week of content. This may or um, may not be edited. I've got his code switching voice on. I like it. All right, what oh, else? Man. Who else? He stopped my flow. Kind of like a pad. <laughs> we're leaning closer to May. All right. Whoa, all right now. All right, so we also got Warren, we got Rio, we got Chris. Um, let's do a check-in with everybody. Uh, we'll start again clockwise on my screen. Warren, how are Hi. you Hi, friends. Um, I'm great. I'm wearing a hat today. Kevin is not, so I think things are back to being right with the world. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Nothing super exciting happening this end. I've been productive, trying to get stuff done, putting uh, some of my thoughts out on paper, which means things are going to happen soon because when I start writing, things start happening. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Feeling uh, motivated and energized. So, yeah, and um, as usual, I am happy to be with my people. So, yay, yay. Sounds good. Uh, Kev, you out here raw scalping it. What's good? (laughs) I'm good, man. I'm enjoying the weather. I'm happy that, um, you know, we're into it seems to be a good mix of, of, of better weather. We had a random snowy wet icy day this weekend so i'm glad that we're past that and uh you know looking forward to to, to better weather and hanging outside with my folks so things are in, are in good are good spaces bueno bueno incognito chris talk to me what's going on guys everything's good um dad is good he uh had his surgery last week which is successful um so thank you to the for the prayers and thoughts and all that stuff but i've been spending time uh, taking care of my dad and my mom, making sure that they're good. Uh, so a little busy the last few weeks, but I'm um, all in all glad that they, they're safe and I'm um, still plugging away, man. So other than that, I'm good, man. Just trying to catch up on work because I'm taking care of my parents halfway, like most, mostly during the daytime. Uh, but I'm good, man. Hey, really good to hear about your pot, man. Absolutely. Really good. And to uh, our quickly disappearing friend, uh, Rio, what's popping? Uh, Nothing much. I mean, right now I'm just I'm kind of checked out in vacation mode, taking my talents to the uh, West Coast for a few days for some R and R, hanging out with some folks. Um, very much so looking forward to that. But uh, outside of that, I mean, everything's great. Fantastic, and that just leaves me with the uh, young ball king ball who is uh, growing uh, tremendously. Uh, he is now wearing a uh, size three to six months, and he will be three months next week. So he young big ball, um, which is exciting. Um, he's definitely, you know, gaining weight properly. And it's just great, man. Like I'm, I, every morning is, is just a blessing. So I'm enjoying that and uh, enjoying this nice weather. Shout out to uh, climate change. Uh, things are feeling great for no apparent reason on certain days and crap on other days. But, you know, hey, roll the punches, right? 
gas is seven dollars a gallon who cares whatever live your life um anyway so let's get into tonight's topic as we are on the precipice of what feels like spring outside even though it's been technically spring for some time now um it reminds me of a few things it reminds me of just spring in literature and spring in literature um, has traditionally been a symbol of love, joy, spirituality, youth, and melancholy, and most importantly, beginning of a new life for a person after suffering at the hands of the cold world of autumn. Um, that was taken from an online reference. To that extent, it, it leads me to open the floor to have a conversation, to have dialogue about new beginnings. Um, these are five uh, guys that are friends that have all, you know, had various different experiences in life. Um, but at, at some point, we've all embarked on a new enterprise, a new beginning, a fresh start, something that we have gone into that may have been a challenge, may have been um, something that maybe we had to overcome or just some level of like breakthrough. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that and I wanted to kind of see what are some of the experiences that maybe you guys have had with starting something new. If there's been any animosity, any sort of trepidation, fears, concerns, revelations about yourselves that you found in a process um, and largely in part for our listeners who may be going through, you know, uh, an opportunity where maybe they're about to emerge out of their cocoon. Um, just some words of encouragement, some anecdotal things that might help kind of spur on their continued growth into being like the best version of themselves um, through our common experiences. The floor is open to whoever would like to start. And on that note, I'll start with an example. So um, for me, um, I have a bunch of these. I've, I've started new jobs. I've gone in different vent, different uh, avenues and, and different lanes before. Um, for me, though, and not to get too dark or morbid, I know I've brought this up before, but um, you know, I went through a very low point in my life uh, where I definitely contemplated, um, you know, self harm, and it took me kind of going through that experience to kind of realize I needed to do things differently. And it was, it, it, I was afraid initially because at that point, like I felt out of control. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing anymore. I felt like I'd been doing something for so long and I felt like what I was doing was right. But now I came to this point where it's like, well, if I'm willing to like, like just kind of close the book and be done with all this, then clearly I'm doing something wrong. So you know, going through this mindset and kind of changing my mentality to say, I need to do things differently was like a completely, you know, new fresh start for me. My my approach to relationships, to, and you know, self-accountability, to um, just everything, like making small commitments to myself to say, like, I'm going to do the right thing no matter how long it takes, what it costs, um, you know, what, what other things I might miss out on, just committing myself to saying like, look, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. If I, if I, pee, if I drop a little bit of pee on the seat, I'm definitely going to clean it up. Right. Like 
gonna clean it up and I'm gonna make sure that like, you know, those little things kind of get done. Even if it's my own seat and it, I'm the only person who's gonna be impacted by it, I'm still gonna take the time out of my day to get it done. I'm a, you know, if I eat some food, I'm gonna clean the dish right afterwards. Right. As opposed to like leaving it in the sink to clean later. I'm just going to do that right there in a moment. And I'm going to see what changes can be made after that. And, um, you know, holding yourself accountable to kind of stay on top of those changes uh, is definitely difficult. But it was rewarding in the end for me because as I started kind of accruing all these things, these little small um, kind of steps towards making changes, I started seeing some of the the benefits that kind of laid on the outside, you know, being able to be a better communicator, be way more effective and to be upfront and honest and vocal with the shit that was going on with me and what I expected from others. And if something happened that I didn't agree with, or if I felt like somebody did me wrong, you know, in that moment, having that conversation with that person and being like, you let's talk for a second. Uh, this might be weird, but I'm kind of confused with this or or that or whatnot. And it, it changed a lot of different things for me. And it took me it took me in a different direction that I needed to go in. Um, so as opposed to kind of keeping things inside and, and not kind of getting the clarity that I needed to make good decisions, I would I used to kind of take take in what I kind of was seeing what I was observing and I just assumed that the worst more more often than not so if somebody you know broke a commitment or a promise I just assumed that they didn't fuck with me and you know I, I didn't matter all that kind of stuff um, as opposed to getting the understanding that like yo like something else might have happened and you know that wasn't the case so um, I know we all have similar things that we can share and you know Feel free to go into as much detail or as little detail as you want. But you know, I think that it's important not only for us to kind of hear from each other about this, because for some of us, we've been there for each other during these moments um, that we might discuss. But also for our listeners who, like I said, you know, as spring is coming and we're trying to tidy up our homes, we're trying to get our shit together. You know, we might need to hear just some not just words of encouragement, but like. To, to know that like we're not alone in this journey in this process i'll go uh, thank you for that q um yeah i will uh follow up so uh very similarly this is a story that folks have heard uh, i'm not afraid to share this story because it's it's been an important one so one of the something that i refer to as one of the best adult decisions that i've ever made is uh, leaving my last full-time job. So short story, I um, my job was a, a very, very uh, intensive uh, work environment. It, it required me to pretty much be on call 24 hours. I was in leadership for um, this department and um, folks that worked for me worked around the clock so i was always um i was always on uh my sleeping had changed my my ability to like be creative and connect with important people had changed um, and i was immersed in it it was a part of my regular life for about five years for a little just under five years and while i was doing it there was a reason um 
the money was good, the benefits were good, everything that, or sorry, most of the things that come from professional endeavors um, were working for me, you know, being single, um, not having any significant financial responsibilities, uh, this job paid paid well. Um, I was able to save and have a, a bunch of a bunch of money. Um, but that was pretty much the end of it, right? So work, my my professional life was fine, but my personal life, because of my professional life was not. Um, and I was fine. I mean, I, I don't want to say that I was, you know, at a low point or that, you know, I wasn't, you know, that I was thinking, you know, super terrible thoughts, but I know that I wasn't really myself, which is for anyone that knows me important to me, right? Being me, being able to kind of be authentic is really significant for me. And that's something that I was unable to really do for an extended period of time. So um, a few years ago, about, I guess, about three and a half, actually going on four years, um, I quit the job. And I, again, I was there for about five years. I was with this organization for a long time. So there was a lot of, you know, kind of back and forth with, you know, with me and the decision to do it. Um, it was a decision that I knew I needed to make, um, but it was difficult to make because of the investment I had there. Everything that I kind of identified myself with professionally was, had lived and was housed in that um, work experience. Um, but when I left, I instantly felt different, right, instantly. So I was able to just kind of be. Um, I told myself I was going to spend like the next few months just not doing anything, right? So for all the time that I was on, I was on call, I had to work, I had to do a thing. I said, all right, I'm going to take the next few months and I'm not going to do anything. And I didn't. And it felt absolutely positively fantastic. And what that has done for me is kind of put me in this space where I am now doing what I want. Um, a lot of like people that I've spoken to recently, people that I haven't spoken to in a little bit, they'll ask me, so how are things going? You know, what's going on with you? What's, how, are, how are you doing, Warren? And my response is usually the same. It's some variation of this. I am currently cultivating my best life, which is important, right? And I say it that way specifically because um, I'm being intentional about uh, in being intentional about what I do and what I don't do. I'm being thoughtful around um, the people I spend my time with, uh, the conversations that I have, the energy that I put into things, and it has really been, it has been wonderful for me. It's been an amazing thing for me because this feels natural for me, right? This is who this is who I missed uh, in that time that I wasn't. Uh, I was at this job not doing what I I needed to do. So. Um, yeah, so I guess my thing is going to be leaving that job. That's kind of my biggest change. And I guess the takeaway that I can share or the nugget that I will, I will share from that is a lot of the decisions that we end up making that are meaningful are scary and they often feel difficult to make. And we sometimes we'll have conversations with ourselves about whether or not we're supposed to be doing this or you know i need to be more responsible this i need to be you know be financially stable i need to i need i need i need I, all of these different things we tell ourselves all these different narratives that exist and i say just quiet all that down right just turn the volume down and all of that and listen to yourself listen to what you need listen to what's coming from inside of you and make that decision um it may be scary it may be uncomfortable and it may be exactly what you need to find who you are or who you are supposed to be. 
And uh, I say, you know, just kind of go bravely into that because, you know, you'll you'll never get anywhere without taking a step toward that place. So let me ask you this. So like like yourself, I've I've left jobs before, too. Um, and it's definitely a a a big decision to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess speak to the 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 uncertainty or the fear of uncertainty that you sure. might have experienced kind of going into that and and how you were able to kind of overcome that to to do what you felt like A needed to be done and and B ultimately what you knew was the right decision to make. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that that's that's actually a, a good point. I glad I'm glad you mentioned that um because I realized that I didn't go into that in too much detail. Um so I think what people that know me know of me uh, to be responsible, right? And and just kind of like I'm I'm usually good. Like I have money. Like I'm taking like I'm making decisions that are responsible. I'm like I'm I'm taking care of things in a way that means I will be okay. That lead me to be okay. Um, some of that uncertainty in leaving my job came from the fact that okay, so now you don't have benefits. Now you don't have this income. And again, this has been this at this point had been close to five years. So there's there's been this steady money, the steady income, the steady uh, security that I had that, you know, I, I think, and I think any kind of major change, any relationship shift, any employment shift, what we fear often is the uncertainty of what we're losing to what we will find. And there's no way to, no way to really understand that because what I think often inhibit, inhibits us from making these next steps is the 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 comfort of the place where we are so this job for me in this moment wasn't it was again professionally it was filling me but i knew that it had such um, a negative impact on my personal life that there was no way warren could stay there in that space and keep doing that for the sake of warren again professionally it, it made all the sense in the world um you know I, i i had opportunities to even move up higher to where i was so I still had some some mobility left there, but I didn't want to do that for, I didn't want that because that would have made me less me. So um, what I recognized was that, and I, the reason I opened with the responsibility was I understood that I had some finances set aside. Um, I knew that I could realistically not do anything for, a period of time before I needed to concern myself with, you know, readjusting to like actual life, right? So I had enough money to pay bills and pay rent and do all of these things. And I'd give myself about six months. Um, I had, I could have obviously done it. Well, not obviously, but I could have done it longer. I could have, you know, lived without doing anything for longer, but I wanted to give myself some time. And what I told myself was if the universe doesn't say to me, all right, Warren, here's the thing for you, go and do this. I could take a job doing any of a number of things. I had people that were looking to hire me for different things. So I had resources that were available for me to kind of be okay moving forward. So the uncertainty was recognizing that the comforts that I had were no longer available. The uncertainty was going into this new space realizing that it was all uncharted and it was actually going to be uncharted 
right? I'm not asking for directions. I'm not asking for a map. I'm not looking for a road. I'm just going with what feels okay for me. And that actually started feeling more and more comfortable the more steps I took. But, but it was important to make sure I had a plan in place to do this, right? So I'm not telling people that, you know, you should quit a job if it doesn't feel good. I think you should reevaluate if you really want to be there, if the, the, the um, positives outweigh the negatives for any, in, in any situation that you're in. Um, but if you're going to leave, if you're going to make some major shift, understand what you're doing, understand how it may impact you, and kind of go from there, do what's going to feel right for you next. So yeah, um, there was a lot of, I guess to, your, to answer your question, Quan, most of it was uncertain. And what became more and more comfortable is doing it and trusting that this was the thing I needed to do. Appreciate that. Thanks for sharing. Yes, you got did, it. Did you have any questions about anything that I had said or? No, Actually, no, I didn't want to ask you anything because I figured you'd have kept speaking and this could have been like a four hour podcast. So I <laughs> I wanted to save everyone that um, because Thank there's a you. good chance that you'll come back on at the end and give us another 45 minutes in your closing. So I wanted to make sure that you had stuff and then ended stuff and I don't want you to add things in between. You, sir, are a saint. And I love you for recognizing and acknowledging. Um, I'll jump in. So um. You know, I, I echo a lot of what, what's been said. I think, um, you know, when you're thinking about making changes in your life, um, you know, start today. You know, start today, you have a thought um, and embrace the change. Um, you know, you got to know that, um, you know, my dad likes to say the only thing that's constant is change. Um, so the, the sooner you are able to adapt and accept it and embrace it even, um, the better off you'll be. Um, I've gone through an, a number of changes the last few years, um, jobs, relationships, um, living situations. Um, and I can't say that each time I've embraced it, <laughs> sometimes I, I fought it. I um, may have had brief periods of regret, but you've got to get to a point where you, excuse me, sorry, listeners, um, where you can not only deal with it, but thrive with it. So find a way got to kind of find your light and find, find something in the change that is positive and then embrace that. Um, you know, mention, you know, it was mentioned that you can lose a job when you lose a job or, you know, a, a career opportunity. It's probably for a reason, you know, they say there's a lot of these, um, cliches and, and old sayings and, you know, one door closes, another one opens, um, you know, God, God closed that door to put you on a different path. You know, whatever you need to do to keep your spirits high and your focus positive, do it. Um, you know, if that's listening to your favorite podcast, do it. Because we we often find that if you tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast, it, it's it's spreads joy amongst the community. So um, you know, stay positive, um, embrace the change. Um, if you feel like something needs to change, don't wait. You know, you don't have to wait for a new season to start. Just just go do it and be consistent. Um, once you commit to an idea of what you want to do and the path you want to be on, be consistent and um, and just keep going until you get there. And then once you get there, set another goal and, and go attack that. But um, having a positive attitude towards change and embracing these new beginnings will, will take you very far if you look at these as an opportunity to gain instead of an opportunity lost. Um, don't worry about what you lost in that prior season. 
this new season is on this is gonna take you on a path to where you want to go. So what's up? Kev, let me let me ask you this. Um being a, a, a father, right? Uh, being a dad, that's like a a new start, like a fresh beginning for you. So like what were some of the things that, you know, were I guess some of the things that you thought about kind of going into that transitioning from just like I'm worrying about myself to like now I got a little person to worry about. Um, honestly, some of the main things I, I didn't want to make the same mistakes my 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 parents or my dad made uh, specifically. So um, so uh, the motivation was kind of from a negative spot <laughs> instead of looking at the opportunity to be like, <clears throat> I can be the best dad I can be for for Blake. It's like I don't want to make the same mistakes my parents made. So you know. Like I said, whatever way you find motivation is fine, but you know you want to find motiva- motivation in a way that that's positive, so that it can continue, right? Like I think if it's a negative motivator, it may be more soon to to it may be more likely to fizzle out. But um, I know going back when I was getting myself ready, it was you know kind of trying to shift from, and I was ready early, I think, for this, but it's not about me anymore. It's about like this family this unit you know i'm part of this unit so like my job now is to make sure the unit wins and definitely in my career sometimes that means not pursuing an opportunity as as hard as you want because you make the sacrifice the trade-off to be like all right i was doing sales at the time i was doing more relationship management client service but there's a sales aspect i can go full sales and make like three times more money or i can try to like ride this out as long as i could and trying to ride it out in that middle ground where I was doing a lot of sales stuff and doing pretty well at it, but still not wanting to travel all the time actually led to me leaving that job or being forced out of that job. Um, because they were pushing me like, yo, you need to be on the road like four weeks <laughs> out of the month instead of one or two. Um, and those are trade-offs. Those are sacrifices that you make and you look back on. And I can say, you know, where where my son and my relationship is now, I'd make the same trade-off every time. You know, would I rather be driving... I don't know, a Benz instead of a Camry? Maybe, sure, some days. Some days you catch me on that. But for the most part, you know, when, you know, he's having a bad day and he can come say, you know, come lay on dead and, and you know, talk to me about it or, or feel comforted in that, that's what it's about. You know what I mean? So I think, you know, those early thoughts of like, all right, this is what life is going to be. I have to put him in front of me and make sure that he wins. Even though, you know, I can't say that fully. Like, you still have to, I learned this the hard way. Um, You still have to, prioritize yourself and find a balance between putting your child or your family first if you're in that kind of marriage situation um and still caring about you um i went all the way one way (laughs) and um and to be honest to be candid when that uh marriage ended i was destroyed (laughs) so it was one of those things where i I was forced to be new I, i was forced into this new thing and I didn't embrace it at first. Um, it took me a while to come around to be like, okay, this is how things are going to be. I, 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 I asked why a lot. I questioned it. I was down. Um, took a lot of soul searching. Um, but then through that, I gained the strength. And the strength is what gets you through. You know, so like all that's a long, a long, long-winded answer. But, um, you know, going through through becoming a parent, it's um you know you dig deep you have your you have your, your thoughts you have your conversations whether you think through that with yourself or you think through that with trusted friends or family for me it was going through that kind of process and kind of really I'm a planner right so I, I project out like all right you know his first five years could be like this and then after that I need to try and do this and you know being a planner and having change come it's like all right disruption but if you embrace it like all right 
I didn't actually foresee this happening, but now since it's happened, I can use this to catapult to this. And I, I think that's what I try to do. Like take the change as an opportunity to pivot to something more and don't look at it as like negative. Like, all right, you were on plan A, this disruption happened. All right, boom. Now we can pivot to plan B because we can use what we learned in plan A and use that going forward. Sam being like, I lost all that time doing plan A. I, I effed up. Like, no, actually, that's life experience that you can use in a different way. Just got to shift the focus. So that's a lot. It's long-winded, but, um, you know, definitely when I was when I was preparing for Blake, it was kind of trying to shift from, all right, now the focus isn't just be the best you can be. You got to be the best dad and the best husband and the best, you know, man for this family and go from there. That was real shit, Kyle. I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing. No doubt. Guess uh, me, me and Rio will be the cleanup crew as always. Um, I'll give my five minutes, and uh, we will give his five to ten minutes. Uh, so, um, <laughs> I want to start off by saying that all change is not bad. Um, you know, I know we, we, we we've been kind of focusing on the negative um, on this podcast, but change is not bad. You know, and like Kevin mentioned that, um, all things constant is change, um, and I totally agree with that. I will kind of also tell us a quick story about when I moved to Richmond from Maryland. Um, biggest change of my career, and that sparked uh, five other moves, I think, in like four or five years. So, you know, the running joke with Q is that I was always moving around and had a new house or a new car every, like, year, which is really true. So um, I, I thought that I was going to be in one position and probably stay in. I was comfortable, and I got the opportunity to move to Richmond, Virginia, away from my family, and uh, a huge change, but it was really beneficial. It, it pushed me to know that I could do far greater things than I had planned for my career. Um, and from that change, it allowed me to see that if I put my mind to it, I can do anything I put my mind to. Um, along with that, if I had challenges that came up, I could look back on things that I've done in the past and say, look, like I, 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 did, I made this report or I did this this uh, presentation, I can figure this thing out. It's a, you know, it's a huge thing to kind of overcome, but I, would, I could look back and see things I've done in the past and it would give me the confidence to attack whatever challenge was placed in front of me for that month or that project or whatever. So um, definitely like use, use the change to, to, to grow, um, learn, um, and in the end, you'll be a better person. Uh, you'll be a better father. You'll be a better human being in, in my opinion. So all change is not bad and uh, whatever is throwing it, throwing your way, um, embrace it, grow from it and, uh, and just keep getting better. So that's my five minutes. Dope. Well, Chris, let me um, let me get a little overtime from um, when when you moved to Richmond, like what was the I guess what was the expectation versus what turned out to be the reality for you in that like new beginning or that or that transition for you? Yeah, we had no expectation, bro. We just picked our house up and moved, and, and I started a job, bro. So there's no expectation. The job, I mean, expectation was that I would um, get in my role and and not freaking fail. At it honestly, um, and and I, I succeeded, and not, not um, you know, I did well in my position, um, and that that boosted me, gave me the platform to continue to move up and, and grow as a leader and go to various roles. Um, so uh, my expectation was just to move down there, and try to figure things out away from home. My wife's away from her her parents, and you know we're we're still fairly young, you know, and and I just kind of. Learn, learn a new city and learn a new environment, meet new friends and all that stuff. It was a good experience, man. I mean, something that definitely stretched me and uh, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Uh, it, it definitely was um, not something that I, I think we had planned, um, you know, for um, uh, for us. Like we were probably planning on staying in Baltimore forever, but, you know, saying you're going to move three hours away, uh, you know, from your friends and your family and 
start a new life and then move three other times, it definitely changed our trajectory. So um, all changing ain't bad. Uh, embrace it. And if you have something, I mean, like Kevin mentioned with this job, you know, in terms of like, you know, being on the road more and all that stuff, um, I totally see the trade off. You know, I'm happy that you and Blake had that relationship where, you know, you, you'll make a decision every day to spend more time with your son. I think I would do the same thing. Um, but that being said, if you have an opportunity that might stretch you, um, you know, career-wise, don't be afraid of it as well. So I think I can see it both ways. But I, I would never, I would never give, give up spending time with my kid to earn money. So I'm with you all day on that. Um, but some people don't, they don't, they don't want to put themselves in uncomfortable situations because they're scared they're going to fail. Um, and don't be afraid of that. Just stretch yourself and you know, just make make the jump. That's dope, Chris. It kind of sounds like you and Kim use Richmond as kind of like an incubation chamber for you guys' relationship, like, this was, like, right after you guys got married, right? A few years, yeah. Yeah, and then y'all just, like, went there, completely isolated, and it was just y'all two to, like, figure out a bunch of stuff, you know, and kind of just both kind of really just rely on each other and, like, really make that bond solid. That's what's up, bro. Yep, the bond, the bond is solid, bro. I'm like me and Kevin right now. <laughs> y'all messing with you, man. We, we, relax, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, good brother. I'm Dude, sorry. relax, man. I'm ch- y'all messing with you, man. Gosh. Chev, relax, bro. You're so tense. God, so tense, man. Look at his, look at his shoulders. All tensed up already. God, relax. Kev, relax your throat. Um, Whoa. Rio. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, kind of like Kev, I've, I mean, I've, I've broadcasted quite a bit of, I guess, my new beginnings, you know, in various episodes. Um, so I don't think I'll, I want to go through those. Um, I th- so again, my latest one, I guess is, is, is more so for my health. Um, so yeah, like for like the, I guess it was like eight, nine weeks or something like that. Like I kind of just decided I don't want to be as big as I am. Granted, there's probably tons of people that that'll say, oh man, you're not big. No, I, like I, I. I felt as though I was, and my scale said so too. Um, so um, I wanted to make a change and not be that anymore. Um, thing was, I visualized it. I visualized it for quite some time. I would say before I actually did it, I mentally told myself I wanted to make a change. Maybe like four months before I actually did something. Like I would tell myself. I'm going to go work out today or I'm going to go for a walk or like, I'm going to go do something. And mentally I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then physically nothing ever happened. Um, I, I can't, I don't even know what actually did jump started. Like that made me say, all right, Joe, like today is the day it's going to happen. But it did. Um, So I think the one thing I would, I think somebody already said it though, but I want to add to it is like, if you have something in mind that you want to do, just do it. I understand the fear of, you know, the fear of, that change, because for me, I love food. I, I, I've said that on the pod tons of times too. I love food. I don't like. I didn't eat food to live. Like I lived to eat food. Um, 
you know, I that's and it's all the the fatty, not good stuff. Uh, and the more of it, it was the better for me. Um, but I do have little ones that I I like to run around with and be active with, and I've had some trouble with that. I would say of the last year or two. Um, I couldn't play with my kids as much. I couldn't do as many things, and I'm not getting any younger. Um, I wanted to go skydiving for my 35th birthday, and I couldn't because I weighed too much. <laughs> so it's like it was like things like that that like kind of kept going, like piling on top of 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 one another. That it was just like as much as I love eating food, it's hindering me from things I want to do in my life. Like it's it's, it's actually taking me away from things I want to do. I'm a I'm a pretty active guy. I, I mean, I love to hoop. I hoop with these guys all the time. Couldn't do that. Uh, I like to run. Um, couldn't do that. Um, got injured three years ago because of my weight trying to run. Um, so, I, I mean, it, it was, it's a culmination of all those things that got me to a point where it was just like, yo, I want to do stuff. Like, I want to live my life and these things make my life feel fulfilled and I don't have them now. So I don't feel that at this moment. Um, so I, I made that change and I don't know if I'm going to go back. Like I don't know if like, I, I love to eat food and I, and I know you guys love to gawk at the amount of food I eat when we go away and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys are going to get that anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to order two entrees and like, trash them and then still be hungry like, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to get that I don't think that's going to happen anymore because um, there's just so many things I want to do like and being smaller allows me to do those things like easily um, and I get to do them for a while so um, yeah I think the main thing that I would like to I guess push emphasis on with this spring and and new changes and things like that is just do it um failure or not again i i know we want to focus more on a positive thing i heard you chris um but unfortunately a, a lot of people don't go forward because they're hung up on some sort of negative thought or fear or um something of that nature um and you kind of have to, you kind of have to brush that aside. Um, again, I've, I've done career changes when I've went for less money in the middle of a divorce and still raising two kids. Um, and I was the, the breadwinner at the time. So I kind of handled everything uh, financially and uh, yeah. And I was, I was scared as hell. Like I was scared as hell. Uh I don't want to. I don't want to get like into the, the nitty gritty of that, but I'm super thankful I made that decision because I'm in a career I actually want to be in. Um, I now have time in. I put the work in, and and I'm moving up that corporate ladder. Like I jumped off of one corporate ladder all the way down to the bottom of another one, and it's probably my third time doing it in my life so far. So I'm not. I guess a stranger to it, but every time I've done it, I've, I've been scared. I've been scared. I've, I've always hung on the doubt. And even through the doubt, I pushed through 
and decided to do it because I felt as though it was best for the long term. Like it, it didn't look great in the moment. Most of the time it wasn't. But sometimes stuff got to get rough for it to get better. So I guess, again, taking that first step and just doing it. And I think everybody has said it's pretty much being comfortable with uncomfortable. Like the better you get at that, the easier you can adapt and accept change. Because again, as, as Kev stated, and I think all of us agree, is like that's the only thing that is constant in life is the fact that something is going to change. There's things that are not in your control at all times, and you can't dictate how those things are going to go. And you got to be able to roll with the punches and and just adapt in various aspects of life. So um, those are my pieces. Have at it, guys. Got you. Uh, Rio, you mentioned like turning a corner, right? And, you know, you made the decision like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like in that moment, do you remember or do you recall that like you had made that commitment like at that point and like now shit was going to get different? I know in retrospect, it's always easy to look back in hindsight and be like, all right, I know like it happened on this day, but like when you're in that moment, like did you recognize and feel like, oh shit, it's changing now. Like I'm about to, I'm on this different path now. No, not at first. It's something that you have to recommit to. Like, it's something that you, like, in the beginning, like, it it was something I had to constantly tell myself, no, this is what we're going to do, until it became a habit. Like, until it became something like, no, we're, like, now we're doing it. So, like, at first, it's kind of like, you know, when you first, you first learn to ride a bike or whatever. When you first start doing it, you're like, oh, shit, no, no. It, did you, did you let go yet? No, don't let go. Like, don't let go. Stay on. Like, stay holding me until you get to a point where you're like, Wait, are you there? Oh shit, no, I'm riding. Like I'm I'm actually doing this. Like I'm actually doing this. So for a while, no, I had to keep telling myself this is what I'm going to do to keep myself on that path. And eventually, I, I mean, obviously I don't know at what point it was, but eventually it got to a point where I was like I was on autopilot. I was automatically doing that. I wasn't thinking about veering off of course. Like this is what this is what I do now. Like this is my thing now. So, no, at first it's it's constant uh, I would say repositioning and, and, and recommitting. That was a great analogy. I like that. Um, anybody got anything else that they want to add? Talking about fresh starts, new changes going into the spring. You know, I just, I think it's important to, uh, you know, to demand what you've been promised. <laughs> what? Kev wanted three minutes back. Kev just really wanted three minutes. But, but I think, but I think, Quan asking those questions. I think he, you know, he he he. We got him. We got him more for five. Yeah, we, we did. did. We did. We did. We, we did. We, we, we got it. So we what's did. wrong with just being to the point and succinct with your statements? I don't. I don't see the point of just just talking and talk, talking to talk. That's yeah. like a subtle jab. Wow. Well, uh, on that note, I feel like I need to talk for another 45 minutes. <laughs> um, I, I do want to say, um, and it's been said a, n- a number of times, so we'll just hammer it home. Um, yeah, I think the more you, you are able to, um, you know, roll with the punches, embrace the change, tell your friends and tell a friend about the pod, um, the better off you'll be. 
Facts. I think uh, with that change, uh, there's a certain level of, I'm going to say two words, um, accountability and consistency. Um, those those two things put together, you know, you talk about change, that's how you create habits, that's how you create that, that difference that you're trying to find. So um, my final thoughts right there are just, you know, if you want to be the change, you got to act on the change and you got to keep on the change. I will jump back in very quickly since we're kind of going around a little bit. Um, I want to revisit this idea of fear. Um, and I think it's, I think it's important to acknowledge fear. Um, fear is a natural, it's a natural response. But I want people to understand what fear is. Fear is this way of knowing that something is not the way it's supposed to be or or the way you understand or expect something or believe something to be right so fear is this way that you kind of like your body's like hey something's happening now and i don't know what it is and that is going to be natural it is going to come from a lot of different things maybe the first time you meet somebody the first time you you get directions to go to a new place like any anything there's a number of situations where this exists and i want us to remember that we we embrace fear every day. We don't think about it because we've also kind of created these narratives for ourselves. So every day that we have the opportunity to be a part of is brand new. We don't wake up afraid though in a lot of situations, right? And I think that's important to think about when we're thinking about these things that we're going into knowingly. Fear is just a thing that we've kind of it's it, it, it's really speaking to the way we are conceptualizing and understanding a thing. So to that end, recognize that fear is going to be something that happened and you can work through the fear, you can get through the fear because that there's so much on the other side of that fear. There's so much comfort, there's so much uh, competency. There's so much, so much amazing on the other side of this fear that don't let, and I guess I mentioned all this to kind of, you know, tying it up don't let fear hold you back you know i think we've all kind of touched on it a little bit but don't let fear be the thing that prevents you from taking that next big step because there is so much there waiting for you you know as you as you mentioned that warren i get the imagery of um kev you might remember this is it is it dark knight rises the one with bane okay. yes sir so so in that there's a moment where where bruce wayne aka batman is uh trapped in a hole uh, in a prison um and there is a path a very narrow dangerous path to get out um and anyone who can get out of this path is considered kind of like reborn um but there is a there is a catch to it um and the trick is you have to be able to overcome the fear of dying the risk of failure in order to emerge out of that hole um the 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 key ended up being everyone who went up there with a rope for their safety in the event that they failed inevitably inevitably did fail because it was the rope that held them back um it was the rope that gave them that assurance that if they were to fail that they would not die however when you let go of the rope if you let go of that safety that feeling of comfort let go of that fear that ends up being that additional motivator to ensure that you don't fail. You ensure that you don't die. Um, and so 
you know, him having to learn that lesson, you know, kind of made him a better version of himself. So when you were speaking to that warrant, that's that's really what it made me think of is, you know, sometimes these these changes, these fresh starts can be scary. But if we approach them from the standpoint of like, you know, well, what what do I what can I lose if I fail? We're automatically not thinking about, well, what do I gain when I'm successful? In this and as, as opposed to letting that be your motive your motivator you're looking at what could happen if things go wrong and letting that be your uh, distractor or you know thing that prevents you from your immobilizer um, from acquiring that so I just want to share that yeah thank you for that and I guess what I guess the the bigger more overarching umbrella underneath or which all of this lives um, is trust yourself right remember that you've gotten yourself this far so don't all of a sudden be become afraid of this new experience because you've gotten yourself to this very moment you're navigating fear navigating all the doubts you know from yourself and from others so yeah kind of like in into your analogy Quan, trusting yourself to be able to do this thing that you are that you are inclined to do or you want to do is going to be the thing that gets you to that destination. So yeah, thank you for that, Q. And on that note, this has been another episode of the infamous, legendary, your favorite podcast, the Fellas 5 Podcast. As Kev would always say, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend, and I'm going to say to tell another friend. Because at this point, you've already told most of your friends. So now tell those friends to tell more friends. On that, we out.